This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Games Group. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Yo, dudes! Andrew Goldfarb is here. Ultimate Rapture Edition. I hope you, uh, Greg, my our, my dream was fulfilled earlier this week when I was on Podcast Unlocked, and Andrew Goldfarb brought me coffee mid podcast. Oh, yep. wow. Did you wonderful. text him, or did he just, was he listening to the live we, stream? We, no. planned, <laughs> we yeah, planned it ahead of time. Yeah, it was good. But it was very nice. Nice. It was really great. Also, Justin Davis is here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um,. Uh, Okay, let's talk about games. Come on, let's get ready. Let's right. talk about games, baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about X and B. <laughs> X and B. The cross media bar. No, no, not X and B. X and B, like on the controller. It can be whatever you want. Okay. It should probably be X and B. That's, I think it's more clever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Really? I thought X and B, because they're on, whatever. They're on different. Uh, let's talk about square and B. <laughs> Talk about um, shaking Wiimotes. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not talk about that. Uh, last week was E3. That's what? A, that's, Fuck, yeah. I knew I missed something. Yeah, that's a big game show. Um, so that's over with and done. The next one is uh, Comic-Con. Yep, we're going, Damon. Um, yeah, we'll be there. And then uh, I think the one... <laughs> Andrew and I shared a look just now. Like a very You'll be here holding on the fort. You guys can take care of Pertilla. Yeah, it's true. Right, writing about the iPhones, taking care of wiener dogs. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> and then I think the show after that is Gamescom. Uh, yes. Yes, that's before PAX Prime, right? Yes. yes. It is. It yes. Is. Um, so Gamescom is a huge show. Much, much bigger than E3. My favorite part is how Microsoft is there every year. The most reliable <laughs> presence, for sure. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Womp. 
Microsoft, so, just, they announced uh, this week they're not going to Gamescom. What? Or, or TGS. <laughs> no! Now, TGS, we understand. Yeah. Makes sense. Sure. The Xbox is all but dead in Japan. Uh, yeah. But Gamescom, more, more surprising. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's really surprising to me how uh, a lot of people seem to be bundling those shows together. Like, when Bioshock got delayed till 2013, they were like, we won't be at Gamescom or TGS. Like, they, they, yeah. they all separate those two. International, know. man. Yeah. Yeah, those are, those are both shows that are also open to the public. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Um. Yes. Okay. So Gamescom is two hundred seventy-five thousand people. I think go to that show. Uh, open to the public. It's huge. Bigger than TGS. TGS is like over. It's over two hundred thousand still. But compare that to E3, an industry-only show. There's like what forty. Forty-five, yeah, well, 45 yeah, yeah. came this year. Yeah. And so it's these are much much bigger shows. Yeah. And even E3's biggest year ever had I think like seventy thousand. Yeah, I think so. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Pax is that's like Pax now. Pax yeah. is like sixty seventy thousand. What do they get by going? If they would have gone, what would they have gotten? Publicity on their game. On their Not needed. Product, Don't worry about products. it. So that's, that's, that's look why. At, look at E3, right? They came and they had Halo 4 and they had a new Gears game and everybody mm-hmm. said, oh my God, have you seen Watch Dogs? You hack traffic lights, bro. <laughs> like everybody, there were so many great sequels and iterations on franchises, God of War, Halo, all, uh, Last of Us to an extent, right? And all these things got overshadowed because people were like, oh, that's old. That's old. That's old. This is a boring. Console life cycle is almost over. This is boring. And so what do they lose by going there? You know what I mean? Like, they, they don't have to worry about selling Halo. People are going to buy Halo. They don't have to sell Gears of War. People are going to buy it. Yeah, that's you also... Oh. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that what's so interesting about Microsoft's E3 conference in particular is that I think this is the first year where they had all of their exclusive franchises. They had Forza. They, they had Fable. They had Halo. They had Gears. Like, you know, they didn't really save anything for Gamescom. They, they just kind of let it all out of the bag at E3 anyway. Hmm. So I don't even know what they would be showing. Like, what other franchises they even have. I think, Some, yeah, it, what about something ahead. new? Is that why? Yeah, why well, is that too? Great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Then, I mean, the next thing you arguably the next thing that's new for them will be on Durango, right? Yeah. yeah. Like this is what's closing up the big part of their console cycle. Yeah. I mean, I would hope. I would imagine. I would hope that some teams, you know, at Rare, or wherever, are sort of cooking up the next big thing for yeah. you know whatever their next hardware is. Um, I think with shows like Gamescom and shows like TGS that are open to the public, it's like that's expensive for them to go. Sure. And what you said, two hundred seventy-five thousand people mm-hmm. went. Like that's one. You can reach that many people with one television commercial. Mm-hmm. Like it you seems... can reach that many people with one article on IGN. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like there's better ways if your goal is to get in front of like the average person and not the industry like E3 is. Then you know. Yeah, I mean, the big draw to the shows like Gamescom or a PAX or whatever is to go show your game and build buzz and show people it's cool and they need to be believing in it, right? Like, you see, like, the benefit with games like Warp or something like that, right? The the independent developer who goes Mm -hmm. there and shows this and gets a groundswell of people who then tweet about it and talk about it. Microsoft doesn't need that for any of those franchises. Mm -hmm. No. Fez. Is another example. Yeah, Fez is a good example. example. I'm not just I'm saying (laughs) words over here. Uh, I want. I just wonder what it means for that show. Then, like, will it? Will it? You know, if so, Nintendo's not going to Gamescom either. Uh, If publishers keep pulling out, you know, does the show shrink? You know, do do uh, consumers stop going, and then does the show lose relevance? Does IGN stop going? Yeah, all of Gamescom is going to be Wonderbook. It's just going to be Sony talking about Wonderbook. Wonderbook. <laughs> yeah. So why 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 is Sony going? At it? Still, I mean, they haven't backed out yet. Why why is, the like, argument for, for the reasons Sony, that you gave for Microsoft sure, sure, not sure, sure. to go? Why is Sony still going? Well, the reason I think Sony will go is because they will be bringing new content. Um, from what I've heard, uh, I would expect to see a lot of new things there. I mean, hmm. uh, the Vita still has obviously a lot of ground to make up if it wants to not be a complete failure. 
so expected. I mean, they have to go there and they, that's the thing. They have to go there and make people believe in their products. They have to get a groundswell of support. They have to go there since nobody owns the goddamn Vita and nobody, <laughs> nobody's buying it. I have to sit there and put it in your hands and say, feel how cool this is. Look at Assassin's Creed. Oh my gosh, play Monkey Ball, do this, something like that. Show people that this is something you need to go home and buy. Hmm. They need they need that support. They still need that. They don't need to go. Sony they has, don't need to go there and show. Hey, everybody, look at God of War. You know, have you ever heard of this thing? Look at God of War because it's going to be overshadowed as well. But they need to go there and show off Unfinished Swan. Hey, this is a really cool game. You need to know about. So it. that sounds like Sony isn't as, in as good a position as Microsoft. Oh yeah, of course not. Okay, Microsoft print can just do whatever they want. They, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They, their console broke for the first three years of its <laughs> life, and everybody's like, I don't care. I'll keep buying other ones. And then Sony, like every piece of news, always is bad. Yeah. They they need to get hardware to people, and they, see that's the big thing, right? Is that Microsoft hasn't launched a new piece of hardware, right? Okay. Like Sony has Vita, and they need yeah. to do something with it. So they, then, why not Nintendo? Because Nintendo has a lot to prove to get people on board with Wii U. Well, that company makes dumb decisions all the time. Well, <laughs> okay. Just chalk it up to that. <laughs> so like, yeah. well, I Maybe. wouldn't say dumb decisions. They make very interesting decisions that you wouldn't. They don't follow the normal model, and probably because they're no longer a normal company, right? Yeah. They kind of do what they want. Definitely. Exactly. Well, yeah. And well, they but they've been that way for a long time. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I don't think they're making right choices with the Wii U. But the, you know, the thing I always go back to is I didn't think they were making right choices with the Wii either, yep. and it made them bigger than ever. Yeah. So you know, what do I know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we can all sit here and pontificate. It'll, what, what's going to be interesting for Wii U, if I can just make one statement before you jump in, Dave? You may not. No, I'm. <laughs> is that I think. It'll be interesting to see if this is Wii U is going to work in the opposite direction that we worked. Wii, I felt, was very good at a, hey, like I was, I didn't own an HDTV, I didn't have internet, and I wanted to play old Nintendo games. And they said, hey, here's this cool system that does all that. I was like, awesome. And I bought it, and then my mom saw it and wanted to play it. And now I'm wondering if Wii U is going to come out and look like, oh, it's totally this casual for baby system. And then it's going to come out, and people are going to see it and be like, wait a second, Zombie U is really cool. And this, and all, look at what's happening there. And then hardcore people adopt it. It could be. Maybe. You know uh, what? Oh, dude, oh, I can't get this thought no. out. <laughs> Go for it. I was, saying, I was thinking, coming out of E3, Nintendo is not in good shape. Like, people were not excited about the Wii U at all. So here you have an opportunity to get the Wii U in the hands of 275,000 people and show them why they want to buy it. Like, I, 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 that's what I would want to do. Maybe they don't believe in their own product to that degree. Maybe they want to have, does. like, really flashy, glossy commercials and things like that and sell it, on, sell it to people that way. Yeah, maybe, maybe the German audience isn't what they're targeting. I mean, they did an investor Q and A uh, right after E three, and Awada said that uh, they don't want to show their hand. They they think if they show what they're releasing in twenty thirteen now, the competitors will steal it. Is basically what he said. So like they're like, oh shit, Mario. Very, yeah, <laughs> they're being like very calculated about what they're showing. But yeah, that E three press conference was uh, Rich was calling it a director's cut of, of last year because every single <laughs> thing they showed was we saw it last year. Like last year, they confirmed Pikmin three was coming to the Wii U. This year, we finally saw it, but. Last year, on the floor, you could play Mario U. This year, they showed it off. On the floor, you could play Chase Me. Now it's an Animal Crossing minigame. You could play a uh, little Metroid-themed game. Now that's part of Nintendo Land. Like, everything they showed, we just saw again this year. And that's disappointing. That's true. Uh, our listener, Connor Hooley, writes in. He's wondering about Gamescom. He says, I was wondering what you make of the news that neither Microsoft nor Nintendo will be at Gamescom. I also hear that THQ, THQ and Sega won't be attending either. It baffles me that these companies would opt not to attend the show, especially with Nintendo about to launch the Wii U. Uh, 
I, I guess we I guess we covered all of his questions. I mean, yeah, THQ, well, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, they're different. THQ is incredibly different. They're trying to be smart with their money and get back on their feet and get to a position where right. they're not going to be delisted from NASDAQ or whatever. Right. I yeah. mean, that's exactly – people think about companies like THQ and Sega. Even though they Sega's are – Sega's not in the best shape. Yeah, even though, they're kind of, Europe, like, yeah. even though they've fallen on hard times, people still think about them as being these you know huge companies. companies. But the fact is everything they do spends money, right? Um, so they – you know, some someone somewhere crunched some numbers on some calculator and said, well, look, you know, the return we would get on this versus what it would cost to go. Um, I mean, Sega's another one, too. It's like, exactly. okay, cool, you have Jet Grind Radio, and you have uh, Hell Yeah. Wait, wait, am I wrong? Uh, they is have that, Sonic and All-Stars that, Racing Transformed. No. Is there a new Jet Grind coming out? Is yeah, that a, yeah, there's a downloadable version. Yeah. On Vita and uh, just yeah. to the like, console. Is it, is it new, new? Yeah, it's HD. Oh, man. Looks well, I mean, it's not new, new. No, it's it's the original game. Oh, new, 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 HD new, new, no, no. New, no, no. Uh, but, you know, the, yeah, these are downloadable games that they've been showing for a while. Like, And it's one of those things, like, to IGN's point, like, these are games we don't even preview anymore when we see them. Yeah, Because you know, it's like, how much more can I... I well, right now, people want to know about reviews. They don't need to know what this level feels like. I'm, I'm waiting for Sega to drop the bomb. New Seaman game. Okay. Nobody remembered Seaman? I, I remember Seaman. You all just yelled yeah. at me. Your no, it was, it was a, a bad game. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. It's a Seaman joke. I mean, what do you, what do you expect to get out of a Seaman joke? All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Connor also says, will IGN be attending Gamescom this year? Do you know which editors will be there? Currently, the Raging Canadian, Charles Nanget, ah. and Mitch Dyer are, ah, are scheduled man. to go there. Oh, two Raging Canadians. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What a duo, man. I'm excited for that. They're like the Canadian Batman. Uh, I hope they make videos on the plane. I hope they're touting while they're sitting together and stuff. <laughs> did anybody tout during E3? I touted once, yeah. Really? It was him uh, drinking whiskey at the IGN party. It was good. Really? Oh, I didn't remember that. I taught, I guess I touted twice. <laughs> <laughs> I touted one where a pink camel humped uh, Colin oh, Campbell's hand. I saw yeah. that. And now the pink camel's in my apartment. Yep. So it's Colin Campbell's hand. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never write again. Uh, so Nintendo has that 3DS yep. uh, system. Oh. It's been out for over a year now. I've heard of it. Another yeah. system that we all were like, oh, this thing's dead in the water. When? When it came out and had a horrible launch lineup oh, yeah. and had nothing yeah. and for an entire yeah. year sucked dick and then all of a sudden had all these awesome games at the end of the year and got a price drop and totally just, dominated. Just like the DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not just like the DS in the sense that uh, they iterated on the DS. Yeah. Right? But now it's it's seeming like... So there hasn't been an, an, uh, a remodeled... 3DS, there's just Yet. the 3DS, and uh, I think a lot of people are maybe expecting a 3DS Lite or a 3DS XL. I, I want to bet with Brian Altano over this. He was yeah. like, he was like, oh, there's definitely going to be a new model announced. Nope, like I, I just well, I didn't think they would do. But it. history, does, what, what evidence did you have that told you they wouldn't they wouldn't iterate it? Because the 3DS is selling tremendously well right now. Like each time they iterated the DS, it was when sales were dipping or when sales were you know slowly starting to rise. With 3DS, 3DS is doing incredibly well right now. There's is there's it? no reason. So I don't know. I don't I don't have any numbers. You have, like, you have any numbers for it? Like, especially in Japan, it's dominating. Every okay. week, it outsells every other hardware unit combined. We don't live in Japan, though. Well, U.S. as well, though. Like, I mean, this. so this month, NPD uh, said that 3DS was the only hardware that was up. Everything else was mm. down by, like, like, like big numbers, too. Like, things are down, like, 40%, and 3DS is up 17% compared to a year ago. Like, that console, I mean, it's doing fine. Like, they, uh, you know, knowing Nintendo, they could even have a 3DS XL or whatever done, and they're just waiting to announce it until sales did. Like, they're, they're, I think it would be bad timing right now. Well, but the the issue that we're talking about is that they're not planning. Apparently, they're not planning on iterating on it at all. This right. is coming I from Miyamoto, this is coming from oh, Miyamoto telling IGN saying, "I really feel like I'm satisfied with the 3DS hardware as it is. I feel like it's the best for this generation. What we're thinking about right now is probably going to be for a future generation of handheld." Mm-hmm. Sounding mm-hmm. like the 3DS that we have now is the only 3DS we're going to, we're going to get. 
But the screen wiggles. It's just, it's just different than what Nintendo has usually done in the past. Yeah, for sure. That, that's Yeah, that would be weird if they just didn't. I, the design of the 3DS is bad. Like, I mean, do you remember when the original DS came out, it was really ugly, and yeah, then they released the DS Lite, and you were like, wow, oh my God, this yeah. thing is awesome. Did, but you didn't know how ugly it was until, yeah. I, at yeah. least I didn't. I didn't know how ugly the DS Fat was until I got the DS Lite, right. and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's so, man. The DS original DS awesome. is a really terrible, <laughs> ugly, like, it's just weird. It's, like, impossible to play. The screen is so so yeah. dim, and, like... It's a clamshell design, but, like, the, the two parts are different sizes. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, like, the fat is bulging out. Yeah, it's got, like, an underbite. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a muffin top. For, yeah. 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 Ugly, ugly system. The 3DS. Uh, I'm sorry, the DS Lite, though. That was a hot system. Yes. That, that was, hot, was great. The best handheld system. Yeah, Remember they did sure. the one that looked like the NES? No, that's, yeah, you're own. thinking of the Game Boy Advance. They did the, the, they did the Game Boy SP, yeah. and I, I owned yeah. one. Didn't yeah. they do? I thought they did. They own. didn't do it for the. Okay, I'll take it back. But that micro Game Boy Advance SP was awesome. I remember yeah, that, that one. one. I thought there was two different ones. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. I'm apologizing to the raging Nintendo fan at home right now. <laughs> Greg Miller is yeah. so fucking dumb. Rich George. Audrey's flipping tables in her house. Anyway, I guess that's all there is to say about. Uh, that's all I have to no, say about. No that. other 3ds apparently coming. Oh, wow, as of right now, I, I missed that story completely. That's big news. And people lie all the time in video games. IGN.com. What'd you say, Greg? People lie all the time in video games. We'll see if this is the truth. You think Shigeru is a liar, Mr. Miyamoto, in your lies? Yeah. Greg's got his number. Did you see him say this week he wants to make a first-person shooter? Yeah, I did. Yeah, but that's funny. He makes he says all sorts of crazy stuff. I giggle thinking about that. Uh, Max Payne 3. Max Payne? Has an interesting way of dealing with cheaters. But some people cheat, Greg. No. Some they, people don't play by the rules. Why would they do that? Um, yeah, why would they do that? I don't know. Ruin the experience for everybody. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. Unless you get a trophy, then I'd do it. You're only cheating yourself. <laughs> for cheating? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what Rockstar is doing is if you are identified as a cheater, you're, you're banished to the cheater's pool. You can only play with those cheaters. I gotcha. That's so cool. do you know that that's happened to you? Like, do you know you're in the cheater's pool? Or does well, so happen? I, I don't, I'm not a cheater. Okay. <laughs> and I also haven't played the Max Payne 3 multiplayer. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, you can report people mm. if you're a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a snitch, are you? Um, yeah, it's unclear whether or not Rockstar can identify cheaters on their own. Common cheats include uh, infinite health. What, uh, what else? How do you do this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> um, Got a game genie hooked up. <laughs> yeah. We. Uh, what if you could do that in real life? It's like if you have infinite health. No, like Would if that... you if you cheated on someone, then oh, you're, you're in, you you're in the cheaters. Other cheaters. That's interesting. <laughs> I like this idea. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> so, but do you have someone report to you, just like in Max Payne? You report, or can like you life, cheat on someone. Does life like... identify cheaters on, on its own? Uh, I think you need to be reported. You get uh-huh. reported when you break up. So to Rockstar, you have to provide proof in the form of a screenshot or a video. Uh, that's a really sort that's of a backwards. Do, yeah. So I love how they have this really progressive way of dealing with cheaters. Put them in the cheater pool, but then they have like a really backwards way of like proving that. Like, <laughs> send, send us, us a, a photograph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All these Polaroids coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can clearly see is infinite health. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I thought this was really funny, though. It's like a clever way to deal with it. It is yeah. clever. Um, um, was it you that said it's like Arkham City? Yeah, it's just like sticking all these people in Arkham City <laughs> and they just let them sort it out. They can make their own rules. Well, then what's unclear is once you're in the cheater's pool, can you continue to cheat? Yeah. So just, is everyone in there is cheating? <laughs> Great. It helped forever. So then it's almost like this weird metagame where it's like whoever cheats the best yeah. wins. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. We yeah. should go undercover as cheaters and yeah. see what it's all about. 
Isn't there a t- TV show called Cheaters? I there love is. the TV yeah. show Cheaters. Joey Greco the, used to host it. But he got stabbed yeah, once. And then he, yeah. Once he got stabbed, he's like, I'm out. <laughs> uh, if you're sent to the Cheaters pool and then later uh, acquitted, is that what the word is? <laughs> sure. Sure. Then you get Exonerated. to rejoin the, You get to rejoin society. But if you're sent for a second, second time for a second offense, you're there forever. So no, like, no I thought third that strike. part was weird because it's like no so, third strike. So Greg reports you like he's like, "Oh, Damon's cheating," and they put you in. You're like, "I wasn't cheating." They're like, "Oh, okay, sorry, Damon." And then, <laughs> and then I report yeah. you, and you just no, fuck forever. I want to take a photo of you at your desk working on the computer. Like you clearly have a word document open and say, hey, "Look at him cheating," and see if we can get you banned. <laughs> So do you think after you go to the cheater's pool, then you come out, it's like coming out of prison, and then it's hard for you to... Life like, moves too fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, Brooks was here. Brooks, Brooks was here. Was here. Yeah. I'm going to try to work that into a, a yeah. podcast or video at least once a week now. I saw your performance. Did you Have you seen your performance on Up at Noon yet? No. I saw it. Is yeah. it coming up this coming week? Possibly. I think Possibly. It, it got shown to the audience for this week, next week's show, but then we filmed one afterwards that we might end up using instead and then it. B- bump it, it another it, Keep week. it in your back pocket. Yeah. It's evergreen. Yep. You know what game I like? Uh, Gun Gear. There's <laughs> 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 probably a game called Gun Gear, and it's probably Japanese, and I probably would like it. But that wasn't the game I was thinking of. I was thinking of Limbo. Oh, Limbo's great. Yeah. So we've got some details in the first screenshot of the sequel. Z-O-M-G. Limbo 2 Electric Boogaloo. No, that's what it's called. Uh, where'd you find this, Andrew? This is on a list of grant recipients on the Danish government's website. That's actually my homepage. I'm yeah. just checking out the Danish government. All the- yeah. Play Dead. Developer Play Dead. Is, they're Danes. Yep. They're great. I like calling them the great Danes. The great uh, I like the dog. Wow, what if they were all dogs? <laughs> What if if dogs develop limbo? (laughs) They don't even have thumbs. (laughs) It would still work. Okay. Anyway, a list of grant recipients. This is this is you now, Andrew. They've got a grant. You're supposed to enlighten us on this. Balls in the air, slowly (laughs) coming to the ground. (laughs) Yeah, this listing said that um, it had like very few details. I think this was probably maybe even a little ahead of when Playdead actually wanted this information to come out. But basically, it's uh, a screenshot that looks. A lot like Limbo. It's like a have you guys seen the screenshot? Yeah, okay. I have not. It's like if you took the kid you, from Limbo and combined him with Charles on yet. He'd look and like you that. added some blue to the palette. Yeah, 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 yeah a little yeah. bit of color. The yeah. Th- the thing that jumped out at me is it looks like the kid. Like it looks yeah. like him. And so then it makes me wonder. I mean, we can't really make any sort of real prediction or judgment. But it's like, could it be the same kid? Could it be like? So the one story detail they have is that like there's like this one sentence description and it says that like this kid is fighting against evil by uh, like. Do you want the quote here? Yeah, that would be great. It tells the story of a boy's struggle against evil forces trying to take over the world through questionable experiments on human bodies. Oh, God. Mm. Wow, man, these guys, those Danes. Those great Danes. They've seen things over there. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. Horrible things. It's funny because, like, there's no information in this that I got all excited. Like, now I'm, like, really looking forward to this game. Yeah, Limbo's so good. Yeah, Limbo's awesome. My favorite game of this generation. Is it really? Yeah. So awesome. Wow. And a while ago, when they first said that they were working on this, uh, Playdead described it as more crazy than Limbo. That was that was last October. Yeah, that was last year, and it, it, he he like really like emphasized that point. He said it like several times. More crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. Saying that over and over. <laughs> it's funny because when Greg did that, I was picturing a talking dog doing that. I was picturing a great day. Right, how do I spell more? Crazy. No, your name. I need to spell your name. More crazy. <laughs> He's in a lab coat. He also says it's more 3D than you would think. 
Yeah, I don't know what that it's means. Like and more weird than Limbo in many ways. <laughs> this is what they have to say about their game. More yeah. crazy, more 3D, more weird. Uh, that's the trailer. More crazy. We should make. Can we make a trailer for We it? should. Right, yeah. More 3D. More weird. <laughs> the sequel to Limbo. <laughs> for more information, check out, check out the Danish government site. <laughs> DanishGovernment.com. <laughs> yeah, I also like how uh, the code name for it right now is Project 2. Like and I, I saw a lot of other sites like theorizing what that could mean. They were like, maybe he's the second experiment, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a it's code just name. like probably the default document when yeah. they, op- they open their game making program. <laughs> yeah. It's just called Project Two, and right. they right. saved it as that. Yeah. Yep. 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 What's, what's the game making program called, Greg? <laughs> Axors. Axors. <laughs> you got to tighten up the graphics on level three, guys. <clears throat> Can we add more fun? Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> make it more fun. Funner. File new. It's a risk, but fun. I like your abilities, so I'll invest the money in it. Also, get rid of some of the bugs. Yeah, maybe we're maybe we're stupid. Maybe in the um, maybe we in, are the, stupid. in the game making program, there's a button that says hit, hit click here for more weird, and he hit it a bunch of times, and then yeah. that's all he was Man, talking about. Dial back the 3D, but more than Limbo still. <laughs> Make it more 3D than people would think. I'm ready for that game. Yeah, me too. Let's take that one now. Uh, there's another downloadable game that came out recently that's very good. <gasps> it's called Journey. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's made by that, that, that game, game company. company. Yeah. Oh, it's cute. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> uh, I think that's I can't smart. be the, I can't be the first person to, to have done that. Uh, they've made three games, yes? Yes. And they've all been PlayStation 3. Flow, games. Flower, and Journey. The Flower Journey. Yeah. The Flower Journey. Flow, flow, flow. Uh, but now they've received some cash. Five and a half million dollars. Uh, now they're no longer... Uh, beholden to Sony, they nope. can, they can, they're, they're going out on their own. They're Chains like, are off. The birds got to fly. They're making their own money. They're, they're moving out of the parents' house. <laughs> I can, uh, they're allowed to sleep with other people. Oh, basically, yeah, right. Yeah. Was that one of their parents' rules? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you can only sleep, sleep with, with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a venture. I don't know how venture capital works, but they've got some money now, uh-huh. and that's that's yep. going to allow them quite to, a bit, though, right? Five, five and a half million dollars. So that's, that's really that sounds like a lot. that doesn't actually sound like a lot. That's, like, that's not a lot say. of video yeah. game money, right? Like, yeah, but if, keep in mind that I mean, they're I'd imagine going to continue to work in the downloadable space, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, I mean, the games they're working yeah, you, on. You can't. I don't think you can make a retail game for five and a half million dollars. Yeah. Do you know, Greg? You mm-hmm. you talk to those guys a lot. Do you know how big that company was? Is it like twelve people, twenty people? I don't honestly off the top okay. of my head. And I know Kelly just left to go off and do her own thing. Yeah, Genova's out there all by yeah. himself now. Five and, half is, five and a half million is really not that much. Like, if they have a modest sized team to make games, that much that would last them maybe two years. How much? Like, to double fine raise yeah. for their their new game yeah uh, it was like 3.9 or something yeah. like that 3.2 million yeah yeah through kickstarter yeah um, so yeah it's not it's not like retirement money it yeah. sounds like this is enough for their next game yeah, like sure. i don't think this is like their nest egg for the next 10 years it sounds like that 5.5 million will directly go into whatever they're working on right now but if 5.5 million is enough to allow them to make multi-platform game i uh, make make a multi-platform game how much did their other games cost i would like to know like journey yeah, Journey was fifteen or ten million. Oh, I thought you meant how much did it cost in the store. Oh, no, no, I will no, be no. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> ten dollars. Journey, Journey was ten million dollars to buy in the PSN. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's good. It's cool. I love the idea of yeah, it's exciting. I mean, that game yeah. company game on Xbox. Everyone yeah. loves their stuff. Um, you know, it's one of those things. If you only had an Xbox, or I almost said only had a Wii, but 
um, but you know, it's just nice. It's going to be nice for more people to get a chance sure. to see their sort of cool stuff. Um, well, I wonder if that if that's how they plan to make money. Like they could just put Journey on or can't. Does no, Sony can't do that? No, no, no. Oh, those, okay. the, 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 Sony had them out of college, wrapped up on a three game contract, and that just gotcha. expired. I think they replaced him with the unfinished Swan guys. That's the real story. Heartbreak, the Heartbreak Ridge at Sony. <laughs> Remember, you can always reach us at gamescube at IGN.com. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Wade Courtney Kaywood, or just Courtney, a guy. I'm Courtney, Courtney, the guy writes into all those shows all the time. Yeah. Courtney also has something to say. He's got a quick question. <gasps> Uh-oh. He says, Damon and Greg, you seem to be best buds. <laughs> I was shocked to find out that Damon was a Kansas University alumni. Oh, well. Actually, it's University of Kansas. Courtney. Close enough, Courtney. Don't worry about it. For Nobody, I, they don't matter. For <laughs> I, as a Kansas State University alumni, know that there is only one university that hates KU more than KSU, and that is Missouri. Explain. That's right. Uh, when I first came here, I thought it'd be a stumbling block and make me and Damon hate each other. But in fact, Damon does not care anything for sports. or And he, he, he enjoyed his time at KU. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't sit around and, like, he doesn't wear KU shirts like I wear all these Mizzou shirts, and he doesn't get out of a KU coffee mug or anything like that. So we get along just fine. He, yeah. I have to tell him when Kansas beats Missouri at something. And then he just goes, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I want to start a segment right after explaining jokes with Goldfarb. I want to have explaining sports with Damon, where Damon takes some sport that he doesn't know anything about and explains to us what he thinks is happening. No, it's not like I don't understand no, no, sports. No, no, no. Yeah, if you want that, you do Clements. Clements. Get Clements. Dude, Clements Justin was trying to explain to him the difference between a, a period and a quarter. Clements was trying to figure out how many how many quarters were. Well, it, it he's was like, he, was, we, he was watching the basketball game and couldn't figure out how over it was. He's like, yeah. is this game about to end? I'm like, no, it's, it's halftime. <laughs> here's, my, here's my problem with Clements in sports. Is that Clements is one of these guys who wants? He's very open minded about everything in the entire world, games, people, every sexuality. And he wants. He, he, it's true. <laughs> he wants other people to be that way too. But when he gets to sports, he is something happened to him when he was a kid that he won't <laughs> talk about. I'm sure he's so close minded. He refu- you can try to give him information in the most innocuous way. Oh yeah, well a home runs this, and he'll just throw up his arms. But well, I don't know. Is it a touchdown or whatever? That doesn't make any sense to me. And walk away. It's like what do you? It's very simple to pick up. On any of the little things you're talking about, like you can ask him today about quarters. Go ask him after this podcast. He'll be like, "It's all gibberish." Like, what are you fucking talking about? Just listen for two seconds, and you know. And then he'll be offended if you don't remember whatever K-pop artist yeah. he's in love with. I was just gonna say, should get if Girls' Generation started some softball team, that, that makes no sense. But if that were to Sounds happen, like there's sitcom. probably enough yeah. of them to. Yeah, there's like yeah, nine of them. Form a How many people are on a baseball team? Nine. Nine, right? right? Totally. Or yeah. they're on the field at one time. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. I know that, right? Probably That's extras. right, isn't it? I think I'm right. <laughs> One person's injured. We're like, all right, we've got to call the game. Two, two, three, I think four, it's nine. Six, I think seven, it's eight. nine. I'm the, I'm the, you have three in the in the field. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you have... Three plates. Well, I mean... <laughs> no, you, but there's no, no second have, baseman. You have right field. It is Center nine. field. Left field. Uh-huh. You're right. Yeah, shortstop, three bases, pitcher, catcher. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I know sports. Sports. <laughs> okay, let's move on. This is Dominic Shea from Nassau, Bahamas. Dominic Shea. I'm a big fan of IGN and the podcast. Yeah. Recently, I was listening to one of my favorite episodes of Game Scoop. It was episode 202. I like oh, the idea I, that, that was just, a gem. He just goes back and listens to his favorite episodes. It featured Ryan Geddes, Colin and Brian Altano. Brap. 
You guys addressed the state of Nintendo over the years and went into a very introspective and intelligent discussion. That doesn't sound like us. About what they did right and what they did wrong. It was also very funny and truly entertaining. It was when the information first leaked about the Wii U, what was then known as Project Cafe. During the podcast, Ryan asked Damon... What would it take for you to go back to Nintendo, and what would they have to do to get you to want this new system? My question, now that E3 is finally over, what do you think of the Wii U? Has it won you over even a little? If not, why? So we can also share our... Yeah, but he wants your opinion more than anybody. Yeah. Uh, Still not on board with the Wii U. They still haven't shown the tablet, the gamepad, or whatever. Still not sold on that. It's a little weird. Um, But at least we do have the two analog sticks. But, like, they're not showing amazing games. The games they do show don't look graphically better than what's available on Xbox and 360, right? So yeah. it's like, it, like I, I think I said on Twitter, uh, it, it looks like Nintendo finally has a current-gen system, right? And Sony and Nintendo are about to launch their next-gen systems. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Gra- video games are a visual medium. You look at them. Graphics are very, very important to me. Yeah. Zombie U look cool, but then mm-hmm. they also said that, oh, Zombie U might go multi-platform. Like, yeah. all right, good, I got a Vita, so I'm ready to look through, you know, my inventory or whatever while the zombies are crawling around. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think, so this is something that people have always talked about for a long time, but uh, software sells hardware uh, in the video game space. Yep. You know, I'm, any console I buy, I'm buying is because there's a game or there's a few games that I want to play on it and hope that more come later. And right now, the, the Wii U games aren't there. Um, what I've always liked about Nintendo is they were always kind of doing their own thing. People were making, you know, shooters like, we got Animal Crossing. It's sort of weird, but give it a shot. And then, like, Animal Crossing's awesome. And, like, yeah. the Pikmin was awesome. And Super Smash Brothers was awesome. And they do their own, you know, they sort of put their own unique spin on things. And Mario Galaxy, no one had ever seen anything like that before. But now on the Wii U, you know, it's like it's like Pikmin 3. And it's just stuff. It well, just yeah. doesn't. And, it's, and you I, know, li- yeah. I like Pikmin, but then you're playing it with the Wiimote and Nunchuck yeah. still. It's like, yeah. God, that's what I hated about the Wii. And so I think Nintendo needs to get back to their, you know, sort of saying other people are zigging and they used to zag and it would be kind of awesome. And that's what I liked about them. And, uh, and you know, unless the Wii U does more of that, then I'm, I'm kind of not into it. And I guess, that, to be fair, they are doing that now with stuff like Nintendo Land. But it's not appealing to me. Sure, like, that's kind of the problem. Is like they so they're they're talking about how like oh you can do stuff you can't do anywhere else in the Wii U and everything's so different. But their games they showed uh, Pikmin right next to Project P100. Project P100 is just like Pikmin. They showed Mario U next to Mario or New Super Mario Brothers U at the same time as New Super Mario Brothers 2 and Rayman Legends, all yep. of which are really similar. And like so they had these games in the floor, and I, w- I was up there for like an hour playing all the all the Wii U stuff, and like. Yeah. Everything felt so similar. All of the Nintendo Land stuff, like three of those games are, are reskinned versions of Chase Me. Yep. Like they're just like they were showing games that were all really similar to each other, and like it looks fun, but yeah, it just doesn't look <laughs> ringing yeah, indoors. Good, like uh, it's so that, frustrating. I want that Nintendo Magic back. Um, yeah. You know, one Miyamoto quote that stuck with me over the years is that the company always gets accused of making Mario Zelda Pokemon over and over and over again, which is true. Mario Zelda Pokemon games come out. But what he says is, if you have a big franchise that's super big, that actually lets you innovate more, not less. Because like everyone's gonna buy Mario because it's Mario. So, so it's sort of like slipping new IP in the door. Like Mario Galaxy is not like Super Mario World, and Super Mario World was not like Mario Brothers on the NES. So these games evolve and change, yeah. and like it, it, it stars Mario because that's how they sell it to people. But the actual game is something brand new. But that's what's—it's funny that you say that because that, that's, that's an awesome point. 
But the counter to that is that uh, Altano was talking to the Rayman guys about Rayman Legends, and they were like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, there's no world to Rayman. They're right. like, if we want to have a level where you run through some food, sure, you run through it, and now you're in a castle. Like, they can just do whatever, because yeah. there's no, like, mythology. There's no, like, predefined world they have to stick to, you know? Like, you could put Mario in, like, the mean streets of New York City, but people would be like, what, what the fuck are you doing? But, like, you know, with a new IP or with Instead, the, we'll put them in space. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, sure, sure, but... I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I feel like there's uh this weird like backwards concept with Nintendo where all they want to do is innovate and and they come up with some amazing clever ideas, but at the same time they limit themselves by by focusing on the same like you know four or five key things. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so we're all agreed. Nobody in this room is like super jazzed about Wii U. Yeah, I know. I, I try like every time we talk about it. In this, is, I guess the first time after E3, but I try not to be negative about it. I still feel like I just don't know enough about it even i I watched the e3 press conference and like i i didn't go through all the demos the nintendo booth i was too busy but like i've watched our live show demos i've you know watched the video we have on the site and stuff and it's just like okay i'm still waiting for the thing that will make me say yes i need that well it's absolutely what an utter failure to say this is our new system this is the this is our next generation console you can use it to play year old games yeah right like here's a year old game fucking batman arkham city he's got a new suit though what the fuck? That, yeah. that is a total failure. Yeah, I mean, they had an opportunity to be like, this is our console, this is how much it's going to cost, this is what you get in the box, you know, here's two games for the hardcore, here's some games for your kids, here's some games for the casual, you know, you can use the Wii Remote, you can use this, boom, 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 lay it all out, and people would be like, all right, you know, all right. Yeah. But, but Greg's absolutely right, there's still kind of a lot of question marks. And last year, it was like, well, the Wii U seems interesting, but we don't really know that much, and now 12 months later, we're kind of having the same conversation, right. like... I heard there was a lot of mainstream reports still that were confused over if it was, in fact, a new system or if it was just yeah. a controller. Because or they're showing Pikmin and it's using the same controller. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's using the Wiimote Nunchuck. Well, and that, it's funny. Like, the one, so they had four conferences. The one announcement out of all four where I was like, oh, that's really cool was the Wii U Pro controller, which is basically like the yeah. Xbox controller. Yeah. But then yeah. using it, the sticks are at the top of it. Yeah, it feels really weird. They're not like, offset like the on, yeah. the, on 360. It, it like doesn't. hurt. My, I played Rayman for maybe 15 minutes and <laughs> oh! my, my fingers already hurt. Oh, I read you can stop, it. sir. If it hurts, you can stop. It's not, is it really a little? Yeah, it's a, well. That's a little bit fast. I got ten fifty-seven. Okay, we got in it. the morning on Friday. Uh, Six fifteen. Also, how good would Pikmin be on iPad? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Right? Like that's what amazing. Nintendo has to get on board with. How good would Pokemon be on the iPhone? Yeah, like yep. I just how good oh, would Zelda God. be on the PlayStation? Like, yeah. like the more and more time that passes, they're, just, they're leaving so much money on the table. And they showed that HD Zelda demo last year, and it yeah. was so amazing. They just didn't do anything with it this year. Like, what? Well, that's that's par for the course. They yeah. showed the one when they had the GameCube, and then they put out, admittedly awesome, the cel shaded Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda. Wind so. Waker is awesome. I'm not. That wasn't a knock against Wind Waker. I'm just saying I watch a, pr- a conference, and if they you show me an HD demo at Nintendo, they I'm like, all right, cool. They show <laughs> off hardware with Zelda. You're right. Yeah, like yeah. Zelda demos. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is Vincent Kinney. says, uh, I just wanted to thank you for reading my letter a while ago. I've been listening to this show for two years now. I was always too shy to write in. Still, oh, I decided to try. And when you did, it made my day. And is definitely one of the top five moments wow. of my life. Whoa. You're welcome, wow. Vincent. We're yeah. glad it meant so much to you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We yeah. love you. Thanks a lot. Um, so he actually has another question now. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> Greedy bastard. You had your one. You better be able to wrap it up in two minutes, Vincent. He has to know. Do you guys feel, are there any genres or stories that you guys feel we haven't explored enough in gaming? For me, it would have to be westerns or time travel. Yes, Red Dead Redemption was awesome, but I still feel there's not enough good western games, and there are barely any time travel games. Back to the future. 
Yeah, it sounds like he wants a Back to the Future 3 game, basically. Oh, God. I actually wrote... I wrote <laughs> actually, there probably was one. There was. There <laughs> the was. Telltale I one, played right? it. No, no, I mean, there was Back to the Future 3 game as oh, well. Was, Sega Genesis. Genesis? I, played yeah, Genesis. I, had an, I had an NES Back to the Future. Four too. levels. Well, the NES four levels. Back to the Future is unplayable. It's, it's really <laughs> awful, but I played it a lot because I was like eight and didn't yeah. know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of those games. So I actually wrote a blog about this exact topic, about genres, like why do we see some stuff in movies that we never see in games? And, Such as? Uh, maybe I'll turn it into an IGN feature, but we don't see very much comedy in games. Or if people do it, it focuses on just kind of being fun. Like it's hard to mix gameplay sure. and comedy. Like they just don't mesh well together as they do in like Because comedy is so much about timing. Right. And when you can just go anywhere and do anything, then how does that work? I completely agree. I still think someone out, some smart person, like I feel like that's a nut that can still be correct. Well, you figure we have, you have two good examples of it coming up to see how far we've evolved, right? The South Park RPG and uh-huh. then Family Guy. Like, yeah. well, and Family Guy is all about timing and this and that. And yeah. like, I got to see a demo D three, and they, they've said yeah, in interviews with us. It was interesting. I, it was funny for sure, but it wasn't funny like a Family Guy episode is, where there's yeah. like quick cutaways in this. Like, yeah, the part about, I saw was all about third that? person shooting, and like you're running around the Amish town and stuff. And cool. there are a bunch of visual gags to see and re- hear, and then like characters talking. But well, so what? Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are heavily involved in the. And the South uh, Park one. Yeah, so is Seth MacFarlane heavily involved in the Yeah, they're working with his production company, and they do have two of the writers that's, on that's from the show. The same, but. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how much, like, how involved he's been in, in the show for even years. That's so, true. Yeah. Trey and Matt are still very yeah. involved in South yeah, Park. So. Totally. Yeah. So I, I, I'd like to see someone figure out comedy on in yeah. games. Um, I also think – I thought heist. Like I love heist movies, but I don't know that there's ever been like a really great heist game. There's that one Seven Days, and I was so pumped for that, then it got canceled. What was Payday the Heist? Payday the Heist, yeah, but that was – I mean there was no story was to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that but was that, more like an objective thing. It, it's, it's like I want to see the planning and then the execution. It's yeah. similar to like right when people talk about GTA 4, the one positive everybody agrees oh, on is man. the bank robbery mission. Everybody's like the bank robbery mission was awesome. And so, yeah, I could totally see that. It's freaking like, heat. Yeah. You got to escape through the subway. Yeah. Sorry, I just I really no, love that it. mission. I love <laughs> heist movies. I want to, and it seems like an obvious fit for a game. Like assemble your team, plan it out, plan how you want to like do it, <clears throat> escape on the boat. But so then, but then the real safe still under the water. I don't know. I'm, I'm talking I, to I Italian job now. You build up the whole game, and then like the final mission is finally that bank thing you've been planning the whole game. So for. it would have to be either heavily scripted. Or open-ended and, uh, like, a, a cooperative game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have all the answers I'm, here. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, got a good, I'm just no, no, yeah, we're, we're, we're spitballing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making yeah. the game. We're giving yeah. somebody the d- yeah. design document. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. so that we're going to save this doc as yeah. Project One. You listen yeah. to this? <laughs> Naughty Dog, that's a freebie. You can have it. <laughs> I want Behavior Studios to pick it up. Uh, what do they make? Naughty Bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question comes from Ty Blue. So it's for you, Greg. Oh. I want you to describe a day at IGN in no more than 40 seconds. Greg, go. Oh, I come in, I try to get a bagel if I'm feeling frisky. I talk to Charles about the sandwich I packed him. Then I look through the news. I just put it all aside until Goldfarber Colin gets in to do it. Then I probably film a video for a while. Then I go take a long lunch. Then <laughs> I come back, podcast a little bit, do something on Twitter, and then come back. No, actually, you work really hard. and You come in and you play video games and you write about video games and see what's happening with breaking news. Rarely do I play video games here. I usually play them at home and then try to write them at home because it's the only place to get work done. Then you come in here, you edit people's work. Oh, 10 seconds. I'm sorry. You still have 10 I thought, seconds I thought you were if you want them. Me. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's day is different. There is no average day at IGN. It's crazy. We all work incredibly hard and do different things and have many hats to wear. Time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we spend most of our day in Microsoft Word and in email. At least I do. Maybe you guys don't. And meetings. You're leaving meetings out. A lot of meetings. Meetings. Yeah. meetings. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, we have to run to a meeting right now. Yeah. So, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. I leave you this week with the Kanye West remix by Figure. 
Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, dear listeners. Remember, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Okay. Okay. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I want 
wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.